Hi everybody, this is Kent. And this is Adam. And we are on live. No, we're not live. This is a recording. We should... <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. I, I mean, no we're live that. as we're recording. It's fine. We fire. are it's recording this and it's live. It's late. All right. <laughs> don't put that in the end. You can cut. Oh, that's definitely the first part of this episode that's- for sure. We're the hosts of the Be the Bright Side podcast. Today, uh, we've got a little bit of a different episode. Adam, could you explain what we're trying to do today? Definitely. I feel like every single episode, we're like, we got something a little different for you today. Really, we're learning as we go. And that's the most awesome thing about doing this and having you be a part of this journey with us is that every episode is different. It's unique. We're learning and we're really enjoying it. Tonight, we've just got Kent and me for starters. But this episode is intended to be an ever-evolving and changing, growing episode. What I mean by that is we want to share our experiences, share someone in our life that has been an inspiration to us and been a bright side for us in our lives. But we also want to ask you to share an experience with someone. And if you can record it and you can send it to us, we want to add it to our episode. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. We're kind of focusing a little bit of our efforts on on teachers, mentors, those that that guide and lead us, you know, through our younger years or even now, uh, if you have different coaches or anything like that, that have, have added light to your life. And so we're hoping that uh, you can record something and be part of this episode, share the inspiration that has driven you forward to, to have a brighter future and a brighter life because of their influence. So today, I was going to share mine first. Is that all right, Adam? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you yeah, can definitely know. go first. I'm just no taking away because I'm so excited about this. And I've shared this with a few people, but I love sharing this story. I was, I, 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 I can't claim to have been academically inclined in any way whatsoever, but I can claim this, that I somehow made it into one of those AP, you know, college level English classes, which I had no business being in, but I think I just knew some <laughs> girls in there. So I decided to join. So I you know you're class. brilliant, Ken. Yeah, uh, you're just saying that. But I, I remember we were studying poetry, and that was like one of the units in there. And I was like, I, I was dying. I was like, this is going to be the most boring thing in the entire world. The teacher, she was amazing. She was incredible, and uh, and she would banter with me whenever I would complain about subject matters, and she would try to be persuasive. But I remember one time when we were talking about poetry, um, she pulled out a handful of books. I think she had four different books to choose from. And she said, we're going to read from these, you know, very poetic authors and you're going to read and learn some poetry from them, book report, that kind of assignment type stuff, you know, read the material, learn from this, this style of writing. And I, uh, and I remember specifically everybody went up and chose a different book and they were more romantic stuff, more poetic stuff. And I was, I mean, rolling my eyes doing the average teenage response. And as I walked up, I remember everybody grabbing their book and I slumped my way forward to the front of the classroom. And before I got up to the, to grab a book, I go to reach down and pick, I, I think I just picked randomly. I don't even remember what I reached for, but I remember the teacher saying, but not you, Kent. And I just, I was startled and I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Like, how am I supposed to do the assignment? And she says, yeah, all of these books are great. She says, but I decided to find one specifically for you. And it was funny because all the kids are like staring at me. Obviously, now the attention of the whole class is on me and I'm super uncomfortable. And then she hands me Frankenstein. 
And that's the exact response of everybody in class. Everyone's like, we're going to read poetry, but Kent has to read Frankenstein, right? And it's, I don't know if you've ever read Frankenstein before. I can't say that I have. Oh, it is. It's to this day is one of my favorite books of all time. And all of the, there's a lot of media that makes it really cliche and dumb and pathetic sounding. But the author of it, Mary Shelley, is a poet, and she's incredible. Like, the way that she writes is just deep, and it's really, really beautifully written. And so I learned poetry from the book Frankenstein, and I read it probably like once a year during fall. So the season's about started for me. My point is, is that she she was such a good instructor that she realized, you know what, this isn't working for Kent. But when she, when we got into a subject matter and everybody had a book assignment, she realized, you know what, I need to tailor this a little bit. I need to tweak it. And I really think this can capture Kent's attention. And it really did. It's like seriously one of my favorite books in the whole world. And now, which is, this sounds so weird, but I'm an avid consumer of poetry. I love poetry. And, um, and it was cool because she could say, you know what, I'm not just going to give them the run of the mill lesson, right? She wasn't teaching content. She was teaching students and she knew who we were and what our needs were anyway. So shout out to Mrs. Harris for being an English teacher that was like, you know what? Kent's different. <laughs> and I know all the other teachers and I've, I've had a billion incredible teachers and I could go on forever, but she was a teacher that inspired me and said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to make this susceptible to Kent so he can succeed. And from that point on, it's, I mean, it's changed my life forever. And I'm, I'm still an avid consumer of, of not only books, but especially poetic um, written work. And so anyway, so that was, that was Mrs. Harris. She's, I, I, anyway, long story short, there's inspiring teachers out there and she just, and that was just one simple act, but it changed me forever. What about you, Adam? That's awesome. Hey, whoa, you don't get out of it that easy. Ken. No, no, I got to get out of it. This that is, was... you told a story. This is the Be the Bright Side podcast. Now I get to ask okay. you questions about it just oh, no. briefly. Right, <laughs> no, I want you to, I just want you to tell us like, how did this help you better be the bright side for someone else? You know what? Um, uh, it's cool because now that's my role. I'm a teacher, right? Uh, when students roll their eyes or it seems like a student that, you know, honestly, sometimes as a teacher, you feel like, I don't even know what to do. or want to give up on this kid. Like realizing, you know what? They're, there's no kid worth giving up on. You just have to teach them different. They have different needs, right? Um, I had somebody explain it. They're like, oh my gosh, once I started realizing that all of these kids that are, you know, they'll be like knuckleheads or behavior problems, they're all adaptive needs students, right? You just have to adapt to every single one of their individual needs, which seems overwhelming. But if you know and love students, then you can find out, oh, this one loves dirt bikes. And so when we're teaching the subject of math, maybe we're going to, we're going to use you know, jumping, racing, dirt bikes as an example one day and have them show things and teach things so that we can still learn the concept, but we can learn it in a light that they understand. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, so it has changed everything about how I teach instead of be frustrated with my daughters or my wife or family members start saying, you know what? They just do it different than I do. Let me see how I can adapt to the way that they learn and they enjoy it. 
anyway, so that's that's how it's made so much more light in my life. And man, I, I just wish I could be a teacher like Mrs. Harris one day. <laughs> well, I haven't sat in your class yet, Kent. I don't know if I ever will get to, but I'm sure you're doing a great job. Yeah, I hope I hope I hope I inspire at least one person the way that she inspired me. That would be <laughs> that would be a huge huge blessing in my life. That's awesome. So she helped you twofold because she got you to love reading, and she helped you to be a better teacher and a better adaptive teacher. Right. Teaching students, not lessons. Yep. Right. Caring about yeah. people more than the material. Yep. Yeah. She's that's awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, I'm sure you've had teachers that have inspired you to make changes though and added light to your life though. Oh yeah. I, we were just talking about this before we started recording and I'm like taking forever to think of any. And then as soon as I think of one, I've got like seven now and I'm like, which one do I talk about? Right. And this is going to be a hard one. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I have as awesome of an experience, a specific thing from one person as I do from just general teachers, but I, right. Amazing examples in my life. And I want to talk about two for similar reasons. And one was in second grade and one was in sixth grade. And both of these teachers just had a way to help you be creative in your life and yeah, you know, kids growing up, you're creative, whatever you, you play pretend you do all these things. And so obviously we're creative. We don't need to do it in school, but what a difference it makes when you take the time in your life to be creative. And what about us now? Like where I'm at now, what am I doing to be creative? And both of these teachers really helped me to recognize the importance in my life. Of being creative. So let me give you a couple quick examples. So my second grade teacher, her name was Miss Hupka, fantastic human being. And she just had a way of supporting and recognizing people in their creativity, even if it wasn't what she was intending to do, even if she didn't. I'm sure all the books that I wrote for her or for my class, but you know, for her to read and that she graded, I'm sure they were not the most exciting books she's ever read. <laughs> right. <laughs> is this your second grade teacher? This is my second grade teacher. And, right. uh, you know, I wrote books about um, snowboarding, even though I don't snowboard. But I was this amazing <laughs> snowboarder and I had this rival that was another snowboarder that wanted to, you know, hurt me. And I beat him in a snowboard race, you know, all those kinds of things. Right, Playing right, basketball. Right. And I was obviously on the Utah Jazz and going against the Bulls and winning the championship, all those things that I don't think she probably even cared about. Right. Didn't really seem like her personality, but so she, she always in response. Sorry, what? What did she do in response? How did, how did she make you feel like you're still, were successful, even though, you know, it's a second grade writing. She, she wrote notes back and talked about the book and, and how appreciative she was of different things and good things that I was doing. Right. She had a way of finding my skills and the things that I was doing well in the midst of this jumble of words that I call the book that I had written right. for her. Right. Uh, other things that she did that helped boost creativity. She allowed me, like she, they brought Plato to class because Plato's fun. And she allowed me during recess times to start my own Plato restaurant where I made Plato food and sold it to people for Plato money. That was definitely not part of the curriculum in any way whatsoever. And right. everyone else is outside. 
and I'm inside making this Play-Doh like, food. Adam likes to do this, so like, let's let him do this, right? Yeah, that's so cool. She just that's so fun. She let me do my thing, and I know I wasn't the only one that she let do their thing. Right. It was just very helpful for me to see the importance of caring about people in their creativity and fostering that, right? Yeah. Looking beyond the, oh, this isn't something that I particularly care about myself. Right. And to say, I care about this person and they're doing great things and I want them to keep doing them. Right. Right. Sometimes it's easier to be like, no, that's not how we do things. Let's go outside now. When in reality, that's, that's the, that's where you thrive, right? Yeah, definitely. That's that's awesome. So how does that connect to your sixth grade experience then? So my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Gifford, fantastic human as well. She expanded on that creativity piece and, you know, had us writing and reading things that were really meaningful and just really, I guess, critical thinking more, trying to expand on my skills of thinking I can write amazing books and helping me to write things that actually made sense and were and were helpful and so I wrote the longest book I've ever written in her class and it, I think it was called World War 3 and that's awesome I'm not going to go into details about the book it wasn't that great <laughs> but in her class she had us writing things and and writing longer things, you know, really trying to build out your ideas and, and make a message. And so I wrote this book called World War Three. I even sold it to a, an older lady who was just nice enough to buy it from me because, awesome. you know, it was fun. And I, I just thought I was, I thought I was something. And everyone deserves to be able to think that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mean like big headed, have an ego, but you matter. You're important. Right. And you inspire are something. you, right? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, why would we go on to do more if we didn't realize, hey, somebody cares about what I'm doing right now? And exactly. even the incomplete or, I don't know, the imperfect, right? Definitely. That's awesome. That's way cool. And so between the two of them, why do you, why do you say that the two of them, you, for the similar reason, you say that they both invited you or inspired you to be creative, to move forward, to try things? And just value the work that you're already doing. Is that is that kind of where you're going with that? Yeah. I think one of the biggest reasons that's been a help to me in my life is because every time I'm creative, I start to see the brighter things in my life. Right. It It kind of takes, it's a small escape away from the world sometimes, but it also just opens the doors to so many new things. Right. You know, and being creative could just be trying something new, like a podcast. Who thought? That's awesome. <laughs> right? It's important. Right, right. Yeah. How 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 willing would you be able to try new things like this if somebody didn't inspire you before to try things and learn things and create for yourself, right? Yeah. And a big part of creativity is being okay with failure. Just trying something, trying something new, something that hasn't been done or something that's unique to you in your own way and just running with it. Even if, you know, no one else cares, even if it's just something you keep to yourself, trying it and doing it makes a difference. Right. No, that's awesome. So this is what I think we should do. I think we should hand the mic over, you know, metaphorically speaking to any of our listeners that are listening to this right now. We want you to consider what teachers, mentors, coaches, it doesn't matter, any leadership role where they've guided you. We want to know 
how have they inspired you? Whether it was, you know, through tailored teaching, just kind of like my experience or through creative exercises and inspiring you to create like Adam was explaining, or there's a million different ways your teachers have inspired you to add light to your life and be a brighter person. So we want to hear from you, Adam, how do we want to do this? Well, we're going to post this episode up on our Instagram page. We'll probably also post it on our personal Facebooks and other stuff. So we're going to be telling people, we want you to send us a recording of just a short story, one minute, five minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds, whatever that is that you want to share, something that's helped you to be a bright side. We just want to have a couple things in it, right? Right. You don't have to say names, but give general information about the situation, the scenario, the person, what they did to inspire you and how that can help you or is helping you to, to be a brighter side for the world. Yeah, especially right now. How has it influenced you today? So that's the question. What kind of teacher, mentor, leader has inspired you? What did they do? How has that changed you today? If you're not comfortable recording your voice, that's perfectly fine. You can write it down. I'll make Adam read it for us. <laughs> In my best reading voice, because it's yeah, fantastic. exactly. We're gonna do some <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start doing audiobooks now. All right, guys, we're so excited to hear from you and be inspired by you. This recording, although posted, it will change and it will evolve and we will hear more from a lot of you listeners. We can't wait to hear from you. So go ahead and hit the record button, send us a message, leave a post, and we're excited to hear from you and learn how others have been a brighter side for us. Mm